Hey everyone, Sarah Brown Wessling here from the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. And I'm excited to introduce Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. CCSSO's National Teacher of the Year program provides a platform for exceptional educators to elevate issues that affect teachers and their students, to expand their leadership roles, and to inform policy and practice. I was named National Teacher of the Year in 2010, and since then, I've been committed to sharing the stories and elevating the voices of State Teachers of the Year. It is my hope that this podcast will give you insight into the incredible work they do. As we are very much aware, the 2020-2021 school year is so different from anything we could have imagined. Not only do the physical classroom environments look different for students, they feel different as educators navigate responding to two radical changes in our society, the COVID-19 pandemic and the heightened awareness of institutionalized racism. Through this first series, my first lesson of the year, we hope to capture the true essence of the return to school from an educator's perspective. In these episodes, the 2020 State Teachers of the Year will walk us through the ways they are approaching instruction and maintaining a connection with their students in this new environment. You can join the conversation on social media too, by using the hashtag NTOY20 or by visiting us online at ntoy.org. That's N-T-O-Y. Org. Let's begin. Hello, this is Sarah Brown Wesling. Welcome, Liz Rosillo, and thank you for joining me for this conversation today. So let's jump right in. Liz, can you just introduce yourself and tell us where you teach and what you teach? So thank you, Sarah. So yeah, I'm Liz Rosillo. And I teach high school science, so I'm teaching a mix of physical science, chemistry, and engineering. And I teach at Smithfield High School in Rhode Island. And I am starting out year 19 of teaching um, this year. So exciting. You're almost at that two-decade. Yes, crazy. (laughs) I know. It is crazy. That felt like a threshold for me. I don't know how it's possible because I, like, still think that I'm 28. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you still look 28. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so can you um, tell us about one of your first lessons of this year? Maybe describe what that's like, what you do, what your students do. Sure. So we're working um, here in a hybrid with some of our students being virtual. So, and I'm responsible for all of the students. So in order to ensure that all students are having um, a similar experience, I worked on creating my lessons in kind of a unique way. So one of our first lessons that we're going to be doing as any science teacher probably is starting out with is the scientific method. And so in order to work through the scientific method, I want the kids, no matter the setting that they're in, to be able to work through it on a hands-on approach. So what I decided to do was I did like a little flip classroom for my students who were at home that I created where I just kind of talked to them um, about some of the steps of the scientific method. And then when the students came in to my classroom, they had on their desk a candle, a Petri dish, a flask, a little cup of water, and a ball of clay and some matches. (laughs) And so I wanted them to come up with a question. And they had to use all the materials. 
ads really to think about what type of question they would want to ask. And then, you know, through some guidance and through some like trial and error, we end up coming up with a question of what would happen to a lit candle placed in a pool of water if a flask was put over it. So we go through all the steps and we come up with a hypothesis and the students are really able to do a hands-on approach and be able to see what happens in that scenario. And rather than just me, you know, talking about the scientific method or whatnot, the kids are really able to experience it firsthand. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that I was doing to ensure that all of my students had, you know, access to this was I was partnering up my students who were in the 100% virtual setting with a student who was in the classroom. Oh, that's really neat. So yeah, so they were able to view and I actually had my students really work on their communication skills Uh because they have to explain, okay, so now I'm going to roll the clay into a ball. And so they really have to work on those skills of communication so that the student at home is able to really get a good understanding of what's going on in the classroom. Absolutely. That is so neat. I think it's it's so neat that on that first day, you know, they truly are, are embodying what it means to be a scientist. Yes. I yeah. often say that my job teaching freshman science is to just get these kids to love science because yeah. they're going to have so much more time to really, you know, dive deep into chemistry and physics and this is the year that I want them to get an experience of what it's like to work in science and love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. So is this lesson different than how you would usually begin the year or is this pretty similar to what you would usually do at the start? So a little bit of both actually, because in years past I've done this lesson, but I've always had the kids work in partners or work in small groups and then kind of talk through all the steps together. So it's been a little bit more collaborative, where this year um, I made sure that all of my students had individual buckets um, with their own materials that weren't going to be used again. So they were able to, you know, have to work a little more on their own Mm -hmm. than, um, you know, having that more collaborative approach. Yeah, absolutely. So did, did this teach you anything? Did you learn anything about your students, about teaching in this really unique time, um, about the way students learn? So the students really love doing anything that's this hands-on approach. Yeah. And it's so obvious now, I think more than ever. We haven't been with our students in person since March. And the kids feel like they just really want to be there. And they are so excited when we're doing these hands-on things. So I I feel like the students almost have more of appreciation for doing these hands-on activities with us. Absolutely. Well, for sure, you are inspiring me. You're making me think about um, my own lessons and the ways that I can make sure to still create these hands-on experiences even though we kind of are isolated sitting, you know, six feet apart from each other. Right. Yes. I love, I love that. Well, Liz, thank you so much for participating in this interview, um, for being so transparent about your experience. Um, We are looking forward to sharing all of these insights broadly. um, And I know you're going to inspire others the way that you are me. So thanks so much.
Thank you. Thank you for listening to the first series of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. It's our honor to elevate the voices of educators across the country and provide them with a national platform to amplify their message and advocate on behalf of their students and colleagues. Please share these lessons on social media with the hashtag NTOY20. That's hashtag N-T-O-Y-2-0. Let's keep the conversation going.